Definitely want to wish a Merry Christmas to everyone and wish the blessings of Jesus upon everyone this uh, this coming Christmas Day on Tuesday. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I, I hope that uh, Brother Chris is able to do live stream up there today. So uh, hoping that he's able to and welcome everyone who, who will be watching by the live stream this morning. Uh, wanting to be a blessing to each and every one, everybody here and, and that has come together in a sanctuary and everyone who may be watching by live stream, definitely want to be a blessing today. Praise the Lord. And I want to uh, begin by just asking a, a simple question. Has anyone ever felt like they have been alone at some point in time in your life? You just felt like you were alone, you were by yourself, uh, you were at a very low point of some sort, and you just felt like you had no friends, uh, you felt like nobody understood you, you know, there's a lot of times I feel that way, sometimes I feel like I can't get a point across, to me it sounds logical, <laughs> but it seems like it's not going across, so it kind of makes me feel like, you know, do I even know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Uh, but uh, sometimes you feel alone. Sometimes you feel like you're uh, that uh, you're just totally by yourself. Now, some people are they're uh, thank you, brother. They're perfectly fine with that. A lot of people love being alone. As a matter of fact, I'm kind of a loner type style person myself. I just I'm happy when I'm just by myself. You know, praying, meditating, whatever. Or maybe that's one reason why I love driving a truck. You know, I can I can ride for miles upon miles upon miles. Not with even the radiator, the radiator, the radio, well, the radiator. I hope the radiator's going. Otherwise, I'll be sitting on the side of the road. <laughs> Without the radio on, I mean, sometime. Matter of fact, one day this past week, um, I had to go and get uh, a truck that had broke down that I normally drive, uh, and uh, up in Salem where I run to. So I had to drive a different truck, and it had no radio. So that was on purpose. I didn't have a choice not to listen to anything. But you know, I find that it's times like that that I'm uh, alone and, you know, I can meditate and just uh, talk to the Lord and pray, uh, pray to the Lord. I, I love it. <laughs> Glory to his name. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So I say all that just, just to say, you know, sometimes you enjoy being alone. Sometimes you won't. A lot of people don't like to be alone at all. They want to be around friends. They want to be outspoken, all the time have get-togethers, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Some people just, you know, they go for that. You can tell, you know, there's a lot of people just love being around people. But uh, I want to uh, let everyone know today and that God does not want you to be alone or feel alone or feel a, lone, a lonely state or, or feel like that you have no one or nobody because in those times that you don't, that you do feel that way, God is right there with you. Emmanuel is God with us, and he is right there with you through everything. He will never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He will be your friend when nobody else will be your friend. He'll be your family when your family leaves you high and dry. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You don't have to be alone today, nor does God want you to be alone. And that is the, that is the main point and message that I'm going to talk about this morning is God is with us and he does not want you to be alone. And for our uh, scripture text, I'm going to go to Matthew chapter 1, verses, uh, beginning to verse 18. 
and pastor had already read this for the devotion, but it uh, it just goes with with the service today, and that's what uh, we're going to begin with. Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! Glory to His name. Begins reading like this: Now the birth of Jesus Christ. Now I will point out this is New King James. Pastor read in the King's James, so it'll be just slightly different. This because it's a different text. But now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows: After his Mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph. Before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son. And they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Glory to his name. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this day of celebration, your birth. We thank you for the service thus far. We thank you, Lord, for uh, our young people uh, being willing to stand up here and, and sing this morning. We thank you for it. And Lord, as your word goes forth today, we want everyone to know that God is with us. You are with us, Lord Jesus. You will never leave us nor forsake us. We have a hope in you. We, we can live and stand on that hope that you will forevermore be with us. You will never leave us till, till you come again to gather us home. And we give you praise for this. We give you glory for it in Jesus' name. Let the church say amen, amen. You can be seated. Glory to the name of the Lord. So as we read in the scripture here, uh, this is Matthew's uh, account uh, of the birth of Jesus and how Joseph uh, wanted to uh, divorce Mary, but angel of the Lord come to him in a dream and says, "No, do not do that." And 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 what was conceived by the virgin uh, Mary was to be with child to bear a son. Uh, it's important to note that as the prophet Isaiah had said, the vir- she was virgin, meaning you know she. She never uh, lay with a man or uh, or with Jotha because they had, were just engaged to be married. But how she conceived was of the Holy Spirit, and the and the uh, Joseph Joseph had the dream. Mary had the encounter with uh, the angel that told her what was to happen and take place, and she, uh, she believed in what uh, what uh, Gabriel had said to her. Uh, that was going to transpire, and she said, "Let it be to the to your maidservant of the Lord." And she accepted it and believed on it, and trusted in the Lord. As young as what she was, she still trusted and believed in the Lord. And and as a virgin, she conceived of the holy by the Holy Spirit, Jesus. It was to be, and was to be born. So we have that hope today that uh, that that He gives us now. Uh, I got a lot of my reference from uh, the little uh, manual outside uh, that talks about God with us. It's devotional. I don't know how many folks picked it up, but there may still be a couple out there. So uh, it's good reading, a good devotional reading if you haven't picked one up. 
But uh, in that, it talked about the movie uh, Home Alone, and I talked about loneliness just a moment ago. And Home Alone is, is I don't know how many enjoy that movie, but I do. I, th- I get a kick out of it. The, the uh, little young uh, Kevin McAllister that uh, it winds up being Home Alone. Now, he uh, just to give you just a brief background of it, he w- they have all their family come together. It's for the Christmas va- uh, holiday vacation. They're going to take off to uh, uh, Europe vacation. And uh, as families get together and young kids are there, you know, nobody ever gets along, and young Kevin didn't get along. And so uh, he got sent to his room, uh, which wound up being in the attic that night, if you recall. And so uh, the next morning, uh, where power had went out, they were running behind and uh, all trying to jump in the van, got overlooked, thought he was with the whole family, but he was not. So he gets, he winds up, they all leave, they off to the airport, they're going on vacation. Uh, for the holiday, and he's there uh, at home. He gets up, comes down, uh, just getting breakfast, doing his deal, and finally comes to his senses, hey, where's my family at? And he recalls that the night before, he had wished they disappeared. He said, I wish my family would just, I wish they would just disappear. And his mother said, say it again, maybe it'll happen. So he recalls that, and he thinks that he's made them disappear. So now that he realizes he's home alone, now imagine yourself as uh, thinking this way of how Christians can, can be. He's home alone, no more, no more law and order, no more listening to mom and daddy, no more listening to big brother, no more getting picked on, beat up. He can do whatever it is he wants to do. He, he jumps on the bed, takes rule of the house, eats all the junk food he wants to eat. I mean, he literally does whatever he feels like doing. But then something transpires in his loneliness. In his loneliness of being so happy and grateful that his family has gone and disappeared, that's when the burglars uh, start staking a place out and want to take advantage of his vulnerableness that he had for him being alone. And so that, uh, then it goes on to where he comes up with his plan to fight back. He's not just going to uh, lay down and give up and let them burglarize his home. He's going to defend his home. And that's kind of like how sometimes it is with us. You know, we, we love Jesus, we honor Jesus, and we want that closeness with him. And he came to earth uh, in that manger over 2,000 years ago to be with us, God in the flesh. But there's something about it. Sometimes we get close and we start seeing more of his will in our lives. Sometimes we want to fight kind of back against that will that he has in our lives. So we kind of want to get, get kind of drift away and maybe go away from what his plan of our life is. And we want to kind of do our own thing. And, you know, he's not there with a yoke around us, forcing us to do something we don't want to do. We have free will that we can do what we want to do. But he is there with us. And he is the good shepherd. He, uh, he is a good shepherd. He, he will go after us. He will search us out and seek us out. And he's right there with us the whole time when we kind of uh, realize how lowly we are, how alone we are. And we realize, wait a minute, it wasn't so bad following after Jesus. It wasn't so bad uh, doing his will. I have more comfort with him. I have more ability to do things with him when I, when I praise him, when I seek him, when I worship him. It seems like life is a little easier than I'm went out here trying to do things on my own. And, and so this morning it is so important to note 
and realize that even though we may drift off on our own, we're still never that far away from Jesus. He is still always there with us from ever since when he come to the world in, in, in the manger in, in the form of the little young baby, God with us, as he grew up on this earth, 33 years he spent on this earth, and he eventually went to the cross he was still with us even after that. He didn't cease to, to exist just because the crucifixion came. He is still here. He is still with you. He is still with us through that Holy Spirit within us. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He is still with us. Uh, one thing, one uh, interesting note that I come across in my studies is out of the, uh, out of the Bible it's concerning the wise men. Uh, the wise men of the time were also uh, astrologers or stud they studied the stars and things and of course we know that the wise men saw Jesus' star which i believe was a divine light that did and the scripture says it did move and show where he was well uh in some study i found that uh when wise men would uh would look at the stars and uh, and review them and and uh try to not try to figure out what they meant one uh, one thing that it meant was like a conjunction of of uh, planets meant that there was a birth of a king, and you know like a conjunction of a planet planet like you see Jupiter or Mars kind of like underneath uh, each other. And in a year of seven B.C.E. and six B.C.E., it was uh, recorded that there was a conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn and Jupiter and Venus. Which, like I said, this was a belief in ha- that uh, what was happening was a new king was to be born. And I think that if the wise men uh, had uh, noticed this and they searched it out, they not only wanted to, when they seen it, they wondered what it was and what it meant. And I believe God used, used, had used that as a divine intervention to shine Jesus' star to direct him to where the new king was being born. And if, if you recall the scripture, it was uh, King Herod. Uh, he wanted the wise man to come back to him and give him report of where Jesus was, claiming he wanted to worship him, but that was not the case. I think he was afraid that he was going to be dethroned and, and taken out, and so they were divinely warned. The wise men were divinely warned to not go back to Herod, so they turned away and did not go back to him, and this is what brought on another dream to Joseph, uh, to take uh, to leave and take flight into uh, Egypt to get to flee because the king wanted to kill uh, newborn the firstborn sons for uh, up to two years. So this is what had transpired in time because he thought if he could just kill them all that he'd get Jesus. But it didn't happen because when when God sets a plan forth, it's going to go. It's going to go. It's going to be seen through. It's going especially when it re- re- dealt with uh, his son. Amen. Uh, but also with you, the plan that God has in your life will be sought through. It, w- it will come to pass. And it, it, that's why it behooves us to always stay focused on Jesus, always know that he is with us, he loves us, and he is going to see us see the plan through for us. Amen. So uh, this morning, that is the hope that we have, is that Jesus is always with us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. I said he's all, he had been with us for 33 years, and during that time that Jesus was a man in the flesh, 
He healed, he healed lepers to, by the touch, made the blind to see. He fed the hungry, made the lame to walk. He, he even forgave sins, all with the greatest love that anyone could ever imagine, a perfect love for those that were around at that time. And he still has that perfect love for me and you today. And we are truly blessed as a people living now at this time to be able to be so close to God. So people back in that time period in the Old Testament days didn't have that ability. They didn't have that ability to be that close to God like we are now. Uh, they saw such great wonders and works of God. Think of the ten plagues that they saw, including one was the uh, what wound up being the exodus out of uh, Egypt was the Passover. Uh, where the the blood was applied to the doorpost, and God said the death angel will pass over and not kill the first firstborn of everything. Okay, they saw that, and that was a mighty work of God. And Pharaoh saw these things, and the uh, the children of Israel saw the parting of the Red Sea. They were able to win many battles uh, to conquer the land with uh, with uh, oh. His name doesn't slip my mind. One that took out after uh, Moses. Um, his name doesn't slip. Joshua. Thank you, Pastor. Joshua. They saw. They won many battles through with Joshua. Uh, the Lord was with them there. Uh, he did not leave them, and they saw these things. But and how about Elijah and Mount Carmel when uh, when God sent the fire down and consumed that whole uh, burnt sacrifice up, all that water and all, and the, and the scripture says even the dust and everything. Is all completely gone and burned up to prove that he was the one true God. They saw so many things to prove that the one true God was real and existed and was there still with them, but it wasn't that closeness like what we have an opportunity to feel today. We have that, that, that oneness with God living inside of us, that Holy Spirit living inside of us that we're so close with him, he will never leave our side and be with us. And I wonder today... How do you think God will just, uh, how far away do you think you can ever get from God? You can never get no far. You, you can't hide from him. You're, never, you're, you're not going to hide from him. You're not going to get away from him. His love for you is so great and so strong. He will never leave you. He's gonna, I don't care how many times you mess up and mix up. He will always be there for you, loving you. Not, it, he did not come to to punish us and pun, and punish anybody. He came to love us. He came to love us back each and every time. Seven times seven, eight times seven, it don't matter, a hundred times seven. He came to love mankind, the whole, and die for our sins as a whole. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. It doesn't matter how far we stray. He will always be right there with us. He will never leave us. And that that means right there his love for us even though there's a lot of times we deem ourselves invaluable there's no worth to us so many people this time of year they feel so low like they just want to take their life even christian people they just want they just feel like they'd be better off if they were never born or if they just take their own life me and michelle watched uh, it's a wonderful life last night great movie love it and that's what jimmy stewart's character said he said he'd be better off if, if he was never even born. And what a great movie and portrayal about, about restoration and comeback and how 
imagine, like the people of the community, how they loved him so much. It didn't, they didn't worry about whether they thought he stole that money or embezzled that money. But, and they, accept, they accepted him and helped him back. Now imagine that as just as Jesus. Jesus don't care what you've done. He don't care how far you've strayed. He's right there with you each and every way. He is never going to leave you, never forsake you. He will always be there with you. Emmanuel, God with us, he will never leave you. He is always going to be there. Glory to his name. Jesus, the baby in a manger, he grew up at the age to 33 and willingly gave his life. He didn't give his life uh, uh, just because a king took it, because uh, the children of Israel took it, because it was some decree for, it to, for him to be killed. No, he gave his life willingly. You are valuable. You are so valuable to him that he willingly laid his life down for you. He loved you so much that he laid his life down for you. He willingly did that. He, didn't, he did not leave you, and he will never leave you. By the, by the end, he made a promise, and I want to share this uh, in part, part of this promise that he had left. He was born in a manger, and the shepherds were the first to see him by the angels, by the direction of the, uh, the angel that uh, shone their light around him, the glory of the Lord. And the, the shepherds went and searched it out and found that everything the angel had told them was true, was not. It was true what, they had, what, they had, what the angel had shared with them. And... Uh, I want to read with you John chapter 14, beginning in uh, verse 16. And this is uh, Jesus' words talking uh, with the disciples, telling them that, uh, about, his, about the comfort that they were going to have and letting us know that just because uh, Jesus had, had was crucified on the cross and he, there was 33 years was a relatively short time, that he lived as a man in the flesh. He's still, like I said earlier, he's never gone. He's never left you. He is still with us. And this is our hope and what we can look to this morning. In verse 16, it says, And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. That, that in a nutshell, let you know right there, that Holy Spirit within you is going to abide with you forever, and it will never leave you, never forsake you. He is going to be with you. The Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. He dwells with you. He will be in you. He's never going to leave you. He's not going to leave you comfortless. Amen. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you a little while longer, and the world will see me no more. But you will see me because I live. You will also live. We are all going to continue to live. We're not going to just evaporate into thin air. God, Jesus' promise here was that he was going away. He was letting them know there's going to come a time he was going to be gone. He's not going to be with them anymore. anymore. And he, but he would be back. He would, get, he would pray to the Father to send him out helper. We know that to be the Holy Ghost. We know that that spirit inside of us is that helper that we need. Any time of struggle, that is our help. In time of worry, that is our help. In time of need, that is our help. He is with us, that Holy Spirit. 
That's why that Holy Ghost and that Holy Spirit is so valuable and so important in each and every one of our lives. If we don't have it today, we need it. We need to beg Him for it. We need to seek He will. It's a free gift that He will give to you if we search Him wholeheartedly and earnestly. He will give it to us. We have to have that in order for us to be able to carry on, in order to dig you up out of the dumps. It will come to you when there's nobody around. It will carry you through. Glory to His name hallelujah hallelujah praise the name of the lord in verse 20 at that day you will know that i am in my father and you in me and i in you Whoo! glory to the name of the lord have you received that holy ghost and are you thankful for it today amen hallelujah give praise for the holy spirit thank you lord he who has my commandments and keeps them it is he who loves me And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. He has manifested himself to me today. He has let me know that it's real, it's real, it's real. It's real in my soul, it's real in my heart, and I'll thank him for it. I don't care if how down I feel, I'm not going to give up, I'm not going to give out. I'm going to keep going for him. I love him, and I thank him that he sent that helper to carry me through, to lift me up when I'm down. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to listen to the naysayers. I'm not going to listen to the doubters. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going on because he has proven himself. He has proven himself. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He has proven himself. Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, He will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Glory to the Lord. Hallelujah. He who does not love me does not keep my words, and the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while being present with you. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, who's his name? Jesus, amen, hallelujah. He will teach you all things and bring your remembrance to all things that I said to you. Glory to his name this morning. I thank the Lord this morning. Uh, Pastor, you can come be coming on back. I thank the Lord this morning for that Holy Ghost. I thank the Lord this morning. That I thank God that he sent his only son down to earth in a manger that we're getting ready to celebrate at this Christmas time, that he was born by the, by the marriage of the, uh, Mary the Virgin. And I want to say about Mary, too, is she had her part, and I spoke a little bit about her, and she held fast and trusted and believed the Lord. And a lot of folks put a little too much emphasis on Mary and put give maybe a little bit too much power to her. But the power was in Jesus, the babe. Right. That's where the power was and always has been, always remain. And now his power and his glory will be, we come through us when we have when we have accepted him and loved him as he had loved us, and he will always see us through. And I just wish everyone a Merry Christmas this morning, and I want each and every one to know the next time you feel like you're just down and out, you're down in the dumps, I know life happens. A lot of... Praise you.
my heart does yearn for things that I cannot express, that I don't understand what people go through. But my heart knows so strongly that Jesus is so real and that I know so strongly that he will be with each and every one that I don't care what you go through, the loss of family, anything, no matter what, Jesus will always be there with you. I believe that with every being of my body. He will never leave you, never forsake you. And I give praise and glory to Jesus today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.